Amen. 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 That was a wonderful word, Sister April. Thank you so much for that. Praise the Lord, saints, and hallelujah. I thank God that you have tuned in for the final night of our church, my church, Word of Grace Worship Center's New Year Revival. First, giving honor to the Most High God and to my parents, Cheryl Johnson, happy birthday, mommy, and my dad, Louis Phelps Jr. I would like to thank Bishop Dominic Curry for allowing me the opportunity to speak to the saints tonight. And I would like to offer blessings to pastors Whitney Curry, Pastor Gerard Lucas, and my husband, Pastor Larry Fraser Jr. And to all the deacons, ministers, elders, laity, family, and friends, I am Dr. Tammy Fraser. Okay, saints, before we get started tonight, I want you to know I am not a shy speaker. I don't mind leading meetings, hosting gatherings. However, when Bishop asked if I would speak to you this evening, I immediately got butterflies in my stomach. Still trying to get it together now, but I know we're going to get through this together. It's one thing to tell you what Dr. Tammy has to say, but it's another to tell you what God is saying. So, as I began to write down what God wanted me to say to you tonight, the first thing he said was, stop. He said, Tammy, don't go any further. I want you to let all the adults know on this board tonight that they have to grab the youth. Go grab your youth. Grab the, the babies, the toddlers, the adolescents, the teenagers, whoever is at the house with you. Pull them from the TV, pull them from the video games. Come on, moms, dads, aunties, uncles, grandparents, go grab your youth. I got to share this word with them. Go ahead. I'll wait. Ava, Jordan, Jaden, are you there? Bria, Bryson, come on now. Lend me your ears. Pierre, are you listening tonight? I know you're in the background somewhere. Grab them. Okay. Are they there? We ready? Good. We need to make sure we include our young people in receiving the word of God, even when we're not in the brick and mortar sanctuary. It's our responsibility to prepare the Joshua generation. Good evening, young people. Thank you for joining us. I want you to know that the message God has for you, the message God has for us tonight is also for you, and I did not want you to miss it. Tonight's message is coming from the book of Psalm, chapter 51, verses 10 through 12. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Father, I come to you this evening, giving you all the glory, honor, and praise that is due unto your name. I ask that I de decrease while you increase in me and share the good news to those who have a heart, a mind, a willing spirit to hear your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, this is a revival. And it's not just for the adults. That It's not the adults that just need to be revived. But the youth and the young at heart need to be revived as well. So if I had to put a title to this message, I call it 
CPR initiated. How many of you know what the word revival means? Robert Coleman defines revival as the awakening or quickening of God's people to their true nature or purpose. How many of us know what our true nature or purpose is? Are you initiating CPR every day? I know you're probably saying, Dr. Tammy, you only perform CPR on a person that isn't breathing or when their heart has stopped. Well, isn't that why we're here? Isn't that why we need a revival? We need a revival when we are not using the breath of life within us, when we stray away from him, when we don't follow his commandments, and when we're not going doing what God has purpose for our life, you need to be revived so that you can initiate CPR and be a Christian prepped and ready for God to use. This revival is here to awaken you, to quicken you, to use what God has placed inside of you. It is time to release that supernatural power in your life. Some background on tonight's scripture lesson text. We have the prophet Nathan who was sent by God to provide some counsel to David. And in 2 Samuel chapter 12, Nathan confronted David regarding his relationship with Bathsheba and the cover-up of their affair and how David was also guilty of killing Bathsheba's husband. So when David was called to the carpet by Nathan on what he did and the sins that he committed, he chose to repent and ask God for his forgiveness because he knew what he did was wrong. And that is what Psalms 51 represents, his request to God for forgiveness and a revival back to his former self. Look at chapter 51, verse 10 in the book of Psalm. And it says, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. He's asking God to restore him back to a clean state. Forgive him of the sins that he committed. Wash him clean again. Make him pure. He wants to start over. He wants restoration. He wants what he had once before. In verse 11, do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. He's asking the Lord to not leave him or take away that supernatural gift of the Holy Spirit that was placed within him. Sometimes we don't know what we have until it's gone. But thank goodness, God is a forgiven God. He is a God of another chance. And he, if we just repent of our sins and turn away from our fleshly ways, he will restore us. He will revive us. Verse 12, David asked the Lord to restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. David wanted to feel that sense of purpose over his life. He wanted restoration. He wanted just enough of the Holy Spirit within him to sustain him, to hold him, to help him get through another day every day so that he would not sin again. We all know salvation is freely given by God to all who believe in him. Although we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God, we all must be willing to make the choice to follow God's word, path, instructions every single day. Day. 
there is a great expectation on your life to do God's will, no matter how old you are. Babies, two years old, five-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 25s, 50s, 70s, there's still an expectation on your life, okay? Now, you're probably saying, Dr. Tammy, what do I need to do to receive salvation? Oh, this sounds so wonderful. He's a forgiving God, Lord. I repent of my sins, all known and unknown. Please, you are Lord and Savior over my life, and I just want to bask in your glory. Well, what you need to do is one simple thing. You must believe that he is God. You have to keep his commandments so that you can receive all the riches and glory he has for you. In Ephesians chapter one, verses 18 through 19, it says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength. Now, once you do this, once you repent, walk right, do what you're supposed to do, and you're ready to begin to seek and discover the true nature and purpose of your life, You'll grow and develop in your walk with Christ. You'll activate CPR daily and become a Christian prepped and ready to do God's will. Come on. Who's ready to discover? Who's ready to uncover what God has purposed for you to do? Let's get it, youth. Let's go, adults. We need to stand fast and trust God because he got this, okay? Are you ready to rumble? Erase the butt from your vocabulary and let's push through to get to the other side. And don't forget to be intentional. As I close this message, I hope that you understand that no matter what the circumstance, God has a plan for your life. If you're saying to yourself, but Dr. Tammy, my life is sweet. I don't have a care in the world. Does God still have a plan for my life? The answer is yes. The current plan on your life may include being an example to others on how to manage your work-life balance, completing your schoolwork timely, your prayer life, your marriage, your ability to finesse single parenthood, and so on. However, Do not forget about the times when you were challenged and how God brought you out of that, okay? How he revived you. When you walked away from him and he welcomed you back. Share your testimony with others. Show them how God made a way out of no way because no matter what, in the end, you will win. Let us pray. God, thank you for the challenges, the struggles, the strife over our lives, the things we know in the end. You will restore us. You will revive us and you will grant us salvation. All we have to do is repent and believe. Father, help us to surrender to your will and your way. We understand that restoration takes time. And although it may hurt for a while, joy shall come in the morning. 
Lord, please bless those under the sound of my voice here in this sanctuary, because where I am, you are too. And this is holy ground. Lord, bless those online and bless those who will tune in later to watch the replay of this message. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you, saints. Have a blessed night.